Hello, and welcome to the James Sheets Podcast. This podcast features the sermons and preaching messages of James Sheets, who pastored throughout West Virginia for many years. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a five-star review and share a memory of James with us. Let's listen as Pastor James Sheets begins his message. You look at the subject of golden rules, boy. You'll find the verse here very shortly from which we have taken that uh, statement. But I say unto you which hear, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you, bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. And unto him that smiteth thee on the one cheek, offer also the other, him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. Give to every man that asketh and of him that taketh away thy goods, and asks them not again. As ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. For if ye love them which love you, what thank have you? For sinners also love those that love them. And if ye do good to them which do good to you, what thank have you? For sinners also do even the same. If you lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have you? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, and do good, and lend, and hope for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not not be judged. Condemn not, you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Probably nothing that Jesus said has caused, a little that he has said, has caused as much controversy, disagreement, and frustration as his statement in that 27th verse. And he says, I say to you, love your enemies. Do good to them. That just isn't our nature. I really don't want to love my enemies. It would seem like that I ought to give back to them just like they give to me. That seems a logical human thing to do. Somebody hits me, I hit back. Somebody spouts off me, I spout back. This seems logical. But that's not what Jesus said. He said to love your enemies. I find that hard to do. Perhaps you do as well. But I think a lot of it is that we don't understand what he really said. What did he mean when he said, love your enemies? There are three great words for love. And until we know which word he used, we don't understand what he said. Let me give them to you. One word in the Greek that means love is eran, E-R-A-N, from which we get the word erotic. It's the 
type of love that is passion. The type of love in which one person, a boy, falls in love with a girl, or a girl with a boy. That which we are as adults did, perhaps at some point in our time, with some individual, we fell in love. Jesus is not telling us to fall in love with our not to treat them as we would the person that we're married to or as we're falling in love with, with some person. There is another word that is used, which is philene, uh, from which we get the word Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. And so the word philia means that type of love that we have toward other people in which they become our dearest friends. We treat them with complete respect and devotion and trust. Jesus is not asking us to treat our enemy as our brother. He didn't use that word. There's only one word left. And that's the word agape, which is the type of love that God uses and is described of him. It's an active word. It's a word that says that no matter what another does, we will do nothing but desire the very best for that person. We will wish nothing but goodness. We will do nothing but treat them with respect, with uh, love that is contained within the word agape. To wish nothing more and the best for This is what Jesus said to do with our enemies. He did not say to treat them as one with whom we're falling in love. He did not say to treat them as our very close bosom buddy. But he did say to treat them with utmost respect and wish nothing but the best for them. Now that's his command. It is a, an act of the will. It is to say, I will treat my enemy with that kind of love. I'm going to use the word ethics a lot this morning, particularly Christian ethics. And that's really the underlying subject of this morning's message. What is ethics? You have found the dictionary recently, and I, I went to the dictionary to make sure that I knew exactly what the word meant before this morning's sermon. I found in Webster's Dictionary that ethics is a system of values or a uh, principle of conduct. A system of values is our ethics. The, the principle under which we conduct ourselves becomes ethics. So, if that is ethics, then what are we talking about when, it, when we talk about Christian ethics? Then it simply becomes the principle under which a Christian operates. It's his value system. That seemingly is different than the value system of the people of the world. Somebody comes, and I've heard this, had this said to me on a number of occasions. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't run around. I quit this and that and the other. I feel like I'm in pretty good shape. I'm just as good as your church member. No, you're right. Morally, they're just as good. We think in terms of our ethics being on 
the level of world concept of ethics. The question is, or uh, uh, the question is, not what have we quit doing. The question is, what are we doing? It is not have we stopped all of our bad habits. It is have we put our life into action that means something that's positive. What is our principles of conduct? Jesus said our principle of conduct is to do unto others as we would have others do to us. That's our principle on which we as Christian people ought to be functioning. What do you really want out of life? What is your goal? Do you have it? I'm sure that most of us have our goals. What we want out of life, we might say, is I want other people to treat me with respect. I want other people to appreciate me. I want other people to allow me to be honest and for them to be honest in return with me. I want other people to love me. I want to be a part of their life and have them a part of mine. Is that really what you want out of life? Then if it is, Jesus is saying, if you want to be respected, then you must show respect. If you want to be appreciated, then you must show appreciation. If you want to be loved, then you must show love. Whatever you want, you must give. There comes the principle underlying a Christian's life. That we must not expect more than we are willing to give. A Christian will do that. So when the person says, I'm just as good as your church member, I think that, that's probably right. If you're thinking in terms of morality, of honesty, and all those things, but there's something more to the Christian than just the things that the world will Richard was on an airplane making a trip. He sat by a stranger. And of course, as always happens, the two people got to talking and the preacher asked him what he did and he revealed that he was an executive for such and such corporation, that he was on a trip to somewhere on, on business and, and uh, all through their conversation he, he used his normal language, uh, some of it not so good. Finally, the man turned to the preacher and said, well, what do you do? He said, I'm a minister. And just get a preacher in a strange group and have everything go on as normal. And then somebody say, and what do you do? And somebody says, I'm a preacher. And I'm telling you, the conversation has a way of just totally reversing itself. So he said that he was a minister. And so the fellow talked a little bit and began to excuse his language as they say, excuse my French, and began to turn things around to talk about uh, and so the fellow said to the preacher, well, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. I don't go to church much. Translated means I never go except for a wedding or a funeral. I don't go to church much, but I think that I'm all right with God. I'm a good moral man. I'm upright and honest and just and all those things and treat my family right. And after all, isn't that what God expects? I'm pretty good. Well, it's pretty good until he says compared to what? You see, the person who says, I'm pretty good compared to your church members, has 
established a very low standard to shoot for. If you will take your life and put it in a scale of other people, let's take uh, Mother Teresa. All of you have heard about her good work, fine Christian Catholic lady. How would you compare your goodness, your productivity, to Mother Teresa? And uh, the preacher asked this very question to the man. He said, well, I, I guess I couldn't compare to her. I'm somewhere below her on that line. He said, well, what do you think about Billy Graham? Where would you compare yourself to him? Well, I guess I'm under him somewhere. And uh, then the fellow said to the guy, uh, the preacher said to the fellow, uh, well, Billy Graham says that he doesn't near match up to Mother Teresa. So we're pretty well down the scale. And then the fellow said, I guess I'm not doing too good, am I? Compared to what? yourself to the other people in the church. Don't compare yourself to the preacher. Don't compare yourself to the deacon or to anybody else. There's only one standard of comparison for your ethics, and that is Jesus Christ. There's the only standard that we have available. And since we cannot get up there just underneath him, that means that we have certainly got to strive towards that. Realizing it was all false source. And Jesus said to the people to whom he was talking, I say to you, here's your standard of conduct. Here's your Christian ethics. Love your enemies. Jesus did that and set that as a standard. Then in verse 28, he says, uh, Bless them that curse you. Oh, what do we do when somebody speaks about us? We just throw it right back in their teeth, just as bad or worse than you got. If they call us a name, we're going to call them a name. If they say that we're no good, we're going to say they're worse. But Jesus said, bless them that come against you. Say something good. He went on to say, pray for them. Verse 29, he says, if they come up and slap you on the one cheek, turn the other. Now, I have had more discussion over that verse, I suppose, than many verses in the scripture. Somebody me, says, if he comes up and slaps you on the face, just turn the other side. Let me tell you, very seldom does he take the second swing if you don't retaliate. We can disarm a person by being nonviolent. We can close their mouth by not retaliating in kind. We can do more to accomplish our task of putting them in the place by being kind when they're not kind, or being loving when they seem. Jesus is saying, do not retaliate those who want to slap you on the cheek. Verse 30, he says, Give to every man that asks of you. You know, I don't know if all of you know it or not, but we have a procedure here. 
anybody stops and asks for help, we'll give it. We have a little fun that we take up on communion day. Kept separate. Last Sunday morning, as we closed the service, a lady was standing at that back door just inside. None of you saw her. I didn't even see her until I started going down there. That's the stranger. When I got back there, I could tell that she was not a part of our congregation. She had an odor to her. Nobody in this congregation had an odor like that. That was number one. She was very shabbily dressed. And I was dumb. She stepped in to ask for help. Outside in the van was her husband and an angel dog. She wanted food. discriminate, 
Thank you for listening to today's message. If you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button. You'll receive automatic notifications and downloads when a new message is added to the podcast. Also, please leave a five-star review and take the opportunity to share stories, memories, and appreciation for James Sheets and how God used him to impact your life. If you'd like to know why and how this podcast got started, check out our first episode. Lastly, if you want to donate to help offset the cost of operating this podcast, you'll find a link to our PayPal account in the podcast description and email us at james.sheets sheets.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to trust in God for today and for all of your tomorrows.